Thanks for tuning in to Good Friends, Better Rivals on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Boom, what's good? What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Ferris Blana. It's kind of low, it kind of cut out for a minute. I am Ferris Blana, and welcome to another edition of Good Friends Better Rivals coming on coming to you on this special Monday. Every Monday, don't I don't know what time every Monday, but Monday definitely. Every Monday, you know, it could be after Monday night football, it could be at three o'clock, it could be at one o'clock. But every Monday, we will be here to talk about the New York Giants and Dallas Cowboys. But I'm with my boy all time, Caleb. How are you, my man? I'm good, man. Uh, restful bye week um, for for me and the Cowboys. So just very, I'm I'm ready for I'm get some football back, uh, watch my team play um, because I I definitely even it's just been a week. But I already miss it. Shout mm. to start Drew in the church. How do you start Drew? Uh, yeah, I hate bye weeks, man, because the Giants also had a bye week. So really, we got nothing to talk about. Well, actually, I have something to talk about. Something well, I mean, I got a lot to talk about. We, well, I got well, plenty of talk talk about. Mm. Well, I do too. Cause you know, I got I can talk, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm yeah. definitely with the stuff happened over the last last week. So yeah, uh, a lot, oh, lot, right, lot of stuff yeah. happened uh, during the, the first half of the season. So I got plenty to talk about. Yes, we gonna, we gonna kind of break down our first half. You, you know, highlight some good things, highlight some bad things. Then we're gonna predict the second half as well. Also, too, we're gonna outlook at the NFC East because you know, allegedly it was gonna be a horrible division this year. <laughs> NFC lease is what people were t- calling it, but now. We're one of two divisions that has no, no, no. Yeah, no, no. You're right. Yeah, they, damn it, they lost. Yeah, they lost. Damn, damn. Well, no, no. We are. We're, we're one of two divisions that has three teams with six wins, though. We're one of two divisions that that, that yeah. It's us in the AFC East. The AFC East has six, uh, three teams with six wins. We also have a, a the, yeah. You know what I mean? But you know, you know, we have a four and five team. They have a five and four team. You know what I mean? So it's close margins. We're like similar. You know. Both New York teams are six and two. Then you got Miami is six and two, Dallas six and two, and then uh, Buffalo six and two. But you know the difference between us and them is Eagles are eight and zero. So like there's that difference. We are one of two teams with six with with three teams with six wins in this division, aka the NFC least. So let's break it down, Caleb. You know, we'll, I'll talk about you know, you know what happened with the Giants on the bye week that you know that may haunt them, may not haunt them. We'll see. But Caleb, hit me. Right. We're not talking about the Cowboys. I'm not playing the. I'm not playing the, oh, the no. soundbite. Like I'm not playing the soundbite. We're not talking about the Cowboys. Are we talking about the Cowboys? Or are we talking about overall NFC East? I don't know what you were waiting for. Do you want me to play the soundbite? I, I felt like you were going to play the Glorical one or something like that. I just, are we specifically talking about the Cowboys though? Your topics Cowboys related or overall NFC? Yeah, East all, all, all my mine are, are Cowboys related. Okay, we'll say one thing right now. How about them Cowboys? All right, let's break it down. How about them Cowboys in the first half of the season? Hit me all right, uh, like you were talking about, I'll start, I'll start with what happened um, uh, going over last week. Um, obviously, uh, the trade deadline w- was last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone uh, receiver, we were looking into receiver a lot. Oh yeah, the trade deadline as well. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, everybody was talking that. about because oh, the trade deadline was a, a lot of a lot of things happened this this trade deadline uh, more yeah, than usual did. really more than usual it's always like one or two people get traded but like mm-hmm. what like six people ten ten trades ten yeah, trades like ten trades ten trades that's crazy in the NFL though in like the NFL ten oh, trades more than that in the more than that I think that I think that was just trade ten trades no no, no like, during trade four. week during like the tra- um trading deadline week because it was I, 10. I saw that list I mean they didn't include the uh, our trade so I mean no I no think no yeah so, so like your Jonathan Hankins trade was two weeks ago so about during yeah. trade trade deadline week it was 10, 10 just yeah. that week by itself you know you know there's it's more than ten overall you know but in that week it was ten which was wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like I was uh, saying, um, 
we we obviously there was a lot of rumors that we were going to trade for Brandon Cooks with the Texans. Mm-hmm. Um, we couldn't get it done. Uh, I I think it was majority because of the the his uh, how much money we were about to pay him. Um, was that eighteen million guaranteed? Yeah, which would have upset me uh, too if we did if we did go with him um, because that's just what we were going to pay Amari Cooper. Um, he, uh, uh, so I don't understand what like like that that was the one thing that uh, was a big mistake. And obviously that's what Ben saying was letting go of Amari Cooper. I didn't agree with that. I thought that was dumb. It was a dumb move. Um, and then you're going to go and try to trade for a, a, a different guy that's you're going to pay the same amount to. That doesn't make any sense. You could have just kept Amari Cooper the whole time. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that, that, that doesn't make any sense. Um, but uh, uh, as far as the tra- draft picks, um, I didn't really care about that. Um, draft, I mean, trade whoever, uh, whatever draft picks you need to, um, especially yeah. uh, because we just let go uh, Tristan Hill, who was a second-round draft pick, who was the first pick in the 2019 draft for us. Um, he only had his, like, yeah. Yeah, we traded pick. for Amari Cooper. Um, and we just got rid of him. We just released him. Um, uh, we have a lot of depth at our uh, deep zone line right now. Um, but the one thing we were uh, needed was a run stopper, and we did trade for Jonathan Hakins um, to help with that. And um, that's not what Tristan Hill does. Um, he's more of three technique. We need more of big run stopping um, one technique. And we already had uh, two good uh, three techniques with Gallimore uh, and Cha- Chauncey Golston. Um, so uh, Tristan Hill yep. became expendable, and we uh, released him. Um, wasn't that he wasn't very productive? Um, Overall, I mean, I think he was getting better, but he was uh, injured uh, for most of his first two years. And uh, then after that, he just didn't have, uh, uh, yeah, he wasn't getting um, that many, um, you know, production out of him. So um, we we let him go. Um, not that too big of a deal, except that we could have kept um, another young guy and John Ridgeway, who had to get uh, let go earlier this season, um, which he was a rookie, and I wish we would have kept him because, um, you would you just let go Tristan Hill anyway, so that was kind of uh dumb as well. And then, uh, the next thing that happened, uh, that's been currently happening is these uh Odell Beckham uh Jr. rumors uh that be going on with uh the Cowboys. Um, did body. <laughs> uh, well, there it says it's, it's, it's more, it's more uh getting going, there's a lot more talk going on. Uh, he's he uh, Odell himself has named the Cowboys as a place he would want to uh, sign with. Um, yeah, he named four people in that, in that interview. It was um, Buffalo giants reunion Cowboys and someone else. I don't know who it was uh, the Buffalo. The Buffalo contingent is really being pushed by Von Miller. Von Miller is really pushing for it. Yeah. Von, you can sit this one out, stay in your corner. Uh, you stay away from him. You hear me? I swear to God. And we're, yeah. You're talking to a man who had to watch him wear a Browns Jersey. And have and, and watch Cleveland Browns destroy him. I'm like y'all don't y'all y'all ungrateful. Man, I'm I miss Odell Beckham Jr. Um, he should he should have retired a giant. I'm so mad. Um he had the so greatest that, uh, rookie season of all time. <laughs> People forget about that. He so Caleb, um, he had 13, he had 13,010 yards that season, right? In 12 mm-hmm. games, in 12 touchdowns. He missed four games, no preseason. He was injured, he had shin splints. And in 12 games, he rolled up and was like, I'll get you 1,300 yards like that, dog, and 12 touchdowns. And that's what he did, man. How do you let that man go? That's why I hate David Gettleman. How do you let that man go? How do you let him? You let you let the offensive line? You know what? Can, 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 can. <laughs> All right. But uh, like I said, more and more uh, talks been happening with him. Um, at least that's what uh, has been going around. Um, you know, it, it, for me, uh, it depends on what type of Odell Beckham we're getting. Um, I don't know how we already got a guy coming off an ACL um in Michael Gallup. Um he's been uh taking Oh, oh you mean you mean like injury wise? Okay, okay. I thought you were talking yeah. about like who which Odell's like now you're gonna get the Odell. No, like the, yeah, injured injury Odell, Odell yeah. or are we gonna yeah, get yeah. the Odell that we had that the Rams got? Um that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, because we, we got a guy that with the ACL at Michael Gallup, he <laughs> has taken some time to get back and it's been taking him a little bit of time to do so. Um, he couldn't even run certain routes um, in uh, like his first couple of games, um, like these stop and go routes of any type of, you know, cuts he was making. He, he was uh, 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 he had a hard time doing that. It was more of the nonstop routes like post or 
uh, go route or something like that, that he's uh, more had, or it's just a regular slant um, that he was able to do. Um, and if that, if we're just going to get that from Odell Beckham, and I don't see the point of citing him um, if we already have that, especially we're going to have another guy come back in James Washington. Um, he seems to be about a week mm-hmm. out. Um, so I don't know how how well he's going to come, come in and get acclimated uh, to things as well. So do we need to add him? If, like I said, if we're going to get the Odell that the Rams got, then hell yeah, go 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 get him. Uh, also, go too, sign though, him. but here's the thing. People forget about it. He tore his ACL in Cleveland. See? He tore it in Cleveland, right? And then he waited the following mm-hmm. year until like late in the season. And then when uh, um, Robert Woods got hurt, the Rams signed him. And he it took him a couple weeks to get into the Rams system, and then boom, he finally figured out. And then he had a that great half in the Super Bowl. This same same thing, you know. Unfortunately, he's thirty with two ACL injuries in three years. Um, so there's that. Yeah. You know, well, two out of the four, because so like you're 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 thirty. You just tore your ACL twice. You know, I want to believe in the the human strength and overcoming obstacles, but your body may tell you sometimes like, yeah, I don't think you can overcome that obstacle, my man, because you have no knee or like no tendon in the knee or no muscle in the knee or some whatever what happens. You're 30 with two ACL injuries in three in three years. You know what I mean? If you guys get Rams, Odell Beckham Jr. towards the end of the season, I hope you don't get him at all. I hope the Giants get him because Giants need receivers. Uh, I'll, dude, I'll take the ghost of Odell Beckham Jr. at this point. <laughs> Just give me the ghost. No, he, I don't he care. said he was open to coming back to the Giants. Um, uh, funny enough, Joe Shane, Mr. I say nothing but say a lot at the same time. He in an in an interview with Tiki Barber and Brendan um Tierney. I don't know. I don't say his, his last name. He said some Tiki was like, Hey, the streets is talking. They want Odell. What's up with that? And 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 Joe was like, We have been in contact with his representatives. We have talked been talking to him. He said, you know, so and he's the thing too, like when he talked about it. He didn't bring up the money aspect. He just said, we've been talking to him. You know, sometimes, you know, when you when you want to, like, kind of, like, talk yourself out of a guy, you bring up, like, oh, the money. I don't know if he fits. He just said, we've been talking to his representatives, and if he's healthy, we'll have a conversation. We're talking to everybody. He never brought up reasons why not to do it. You know what I mean? Or I don't think I remember he did. So there's that. GMs, GMs do that all the time. They talk to themselves out of getting a player. You know, like, I don't know. Can he fit? I don't know the money. I don't know. You know, Joe Shane was like, we've been talking to his representatives, seeing if he's healthy. So I'm like, I'm something he like. Just got, he just got cleared, right? Like this he's, week. Uh, he's, this week, uh, he's, uh, he has been, his, his representative said he'll be cleared this week. Okay. And I think today um, it was. Revealed. I don't even know what that means. Is it like clear to run, clear to play like, Yeah, exactly. Clear to do what? <laughs> clear to do what? Clear to walk without a brace? Like clear to jump, cut, run? Like what are you clear to do? Play football? Like I don't know. What are you clear to do? You know, you know, like can you run against air? Like let's do step one. Can you run a route against air? You know? And here's the thing with Michael Gallup, Caleb, you brought it up. It's the cutting, the the yeah. post, the uh, the slant. No, no, like the corner, you know, the... It, well, the, it's like stop and go, any hook yeah, stop and goes, or, you know, like... Or come back route. Right here, right, yeah, like right here, you're you're still thinking like, can this knee hold up? Can it hold up? Can it hold up? And it's all a mental game. And when you finally get past it, like, this heel, this knee is good, then you can do the thing. That's what Michael Gallup, he's, he's still, like, scared. He's still scared. Yeah, I mean, he did better, but uh, they did uh, they, they do routes that, you know, like... Shout out to Mike with... OTR Mike, yo, 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 what's up, fellas? Shout out to Mike. Mike had a great show today. Kellen Moore schemed up some uh, routes from that were nonstop routes that, you know, he didn't have to, you know, stop and go like an mm-hmm. in and out um, where he could just, it was just a continuous route. Um, mm-hmm. And then he did get open uh, with those. So it was uh, good to see. So uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what he can and can't do. I don't know what Odell Beckham uh, we can, um, what we're actually going to get and how much, and even how much money we would sign him for. Um, exactly. and are you really getting your money's worth at, at that point? Um, but we do need a receiver. I mean, we were playing with freaking, um, uh, we were playing three tight end sets. Um, we were just or like most of the game, we had uh, just two receivers out there with just Gallup and CD Lamb. Um, that's what we because, were doing. That's what we were doing. Because yeah. Noah Brown was hurt, and you know, we don't really, mm-hmm. and we're not going to put Jalen Tolbert too much out there because he's still a rookie and hasn't really, um, you know, gotten up to speed yet. 
Um, so it, I mean, we we do need the depth. We do need a we do need a receiver right now. Um, uh, well, yeah. Well, but, that's the thing. Like that's what the Giants were doing most of the season, right? They they played three three tight end sets, and they would occasionally throw a receiver out there, but it was always two receivers. And I think the injury to Daniel Bellinger is going to be more crushing than people think it is, because Daniel Bellinger was the key because you could. You know, he's not just a receiver. He's a tight end. He plays tight end. You know, like I break down tight ends to two separate tight ends who are very good receivers. Jimmy, Jimmy Graham. Um, yeah, yeah, just Jimmy Graham pretty much, you know. Um, uh, you know, like just receiving tight ends, you know. And then there's tight ends who are tight ends who are like, this is the tight end. George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, um, Darren Waller, Mark Andrews. They play tight end. They, you can put them as a blocker, Gronk, and then if you need him to receive, they'll receive. But then there's tight ends you just need to, like, they just can catch the ball only. So, like, just let them catch the ball. So, that I think the, the Daniel Bellinger injury is going to actually hurt us more in the long run if you think about it. Continue, Caleb. Um, yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll see where he's at, at, at that. If he looks good, then, yeah, like I said, go ahead and sign him. But other than that, um, you know, I don't know if it's it's going to be worth it, and I, you know I do want to see what we get out of uh, James Washington. Um, mm-hmm. Going, forward. he hasn't played. Yeah, like yeah. you don't know, you don't know. Um, but that, that's good. what's going currently um, uh, right now with the Cowboys. I don't know if you want me to go over what uh, through the half the season, or you want to get to the stuff that Giants are doing right now. Well, the Giants aren't doing anything right now. Like this is what the Giants are doing. I'll, let's do let's do the Giants thing. Let's do the Giants. We don't have a good soundbite for that anyway. But let's, here's the thing. Big news coming out of the bye week. Xavier McKinney got hurt. They were in Cabo. Him, him and the crew, Jihad Ward was there. And he hurt his, he broke his hand in an ATV accident or an ATV event. They were ATVing and he broke his hand. You know what I mean? So one of our players, we need, you know, our free safety that, you know, the patrols, the back end of the field is hurt. Yeah. And here's the thing. This is when we'll find out if he was actually a valuable piece or is just a, a pick that we loved, right? When he's injured, can the scheme overcome his absence, right? We're about to find out because he's going to be out for at least four to six weeks. He broke y'all, his hand. Y'all do vacations wrong. Y'all have the boat trips and no, the, the ATVs. <laughs> Oh, no, come, just... come on, come on. Tony Romo went to Cabo with Jessica Simpson. So and we lost. And we lost yeah, to the exactly. guy. And we lost. Yeah, zip it. All right. Uh, entire nation, an entire like Cowboys nation, blamed a woman for wanting to go on vacation with her man. It ain't her fault. He should have said no. That's his fault. All right. And then they broke up. Sorry for Jessica Simpson. Um, but yeah, the point is like he's gonna be out for forty six weeks. He he's gonna come back and they're gonna you know like old school football. He gonna tape a club around his hand. His hand's gonna be a club. You know if he if he you know that happens all the time. They bring it out and make it a club. But the problem is, I need you to catch interceptions if you're a free safety, goddammit. I don't need you to have a club on your hand. You know, you're not the strong safety who's Julian Love, who's always in the box and blitzing. Then you occasionally blitz. What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? You know there's actually a stipulation in everybody's contract that says you can't do ATV stuff or we'll eliminate your guaranteed money. They specifically say ATVs? Yes, specifically. They list out really. they list out activities. No, they list out activities you cannot do. You can't go skydiving. You can't go ATVing. You can't go paras- parasailing. You can't do these event. You can't go squirrel diving or squirrel suit diving. You can't do those stuff. Squirrel diving. You know, you know the squirrel, squirrel suit. Thing. You know, you dive on the squirrel suit. You know, you know, you know the squirrel suits, right? You can't. Yeah. The point is, you can't do that stuff. You can't. The Giants have an option to eliminate. Any guaranteed money, he, he he's he's guaranteed. No more money. You're, none of the money, you, you they can eliminate it. We're not paying you sh- nothing. And they have an option to cut him without with, with justification. They're not going to because he's 23 and he's only been, and he's like one of the cornerstones of the defense, you know, but, but they're, they're not, they're not happy. I wouldn't be happy if I was Brian Dayball. I would do is I would rip that C off his chest. Because you're not a captain, you're being stupid. You know, you know, you out here trying to be like Jihad Ward. Jihad Ward knows how to ride an ATV. You don't. What are you doing? Just be a tourist. Drive around, have some fun. And I'm, I'm not like, okay, like he got hurt. 
I'm mad that now people are going to be like, we don't need Xavier McKinney. He, we don't need him. You know, I root for Xavier McKinney. I'm a big fan of Xavier McKinney. I'm mad now that like, bro, like you're giving people ammunition to see like, you're not worth it. No, it, like, it means like you're not worth it, bro. And that's the problem. Shout to Delia in the chat. Shout to Delia. Hey, hey, everybody. Shout to Delia. She's all, um, they're, they're, they're recording starting 11 today, by the way. Starting 11 with her and Snark. We'll be releasing tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Shout to, shout to Arsenal. 1-0 against Chelsea. Sucks to suck, Snark. Go Gunners. Shout to Davon. Shout to Davon. Shout to you. But like, yeah, man, like, what do you, like, like, you gotta, you gotta punish them, man. You gotta punish them, bro. Like, you gotta be, you gotta be safe. Take the take the C off his chest, and we're gonna see if he's important to the scheme. Is this is Xavier McKinney important to the Don the Wink Martindale scheme? If we collapse as a defense because he's not there, then we may not resign him when his rookie contract's up. You know what I mean? We may just sign like a cheap person, just fill the void, you know, or draft another kid. You know, so we'll see. We'll see on that. Um, what else did the Giants do? Brian Dable had an interview on the Lebertard Network that showed his personality. And I quite enjoy Brian Dable. I think he's a good coach. You know, he's not a great coach because he really hasn't won anything. Great coaches no. have won stuff. You're a good coach until you actually win something of meaning. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, 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 uh, like Mike McDaniel's a good coach. But he hasn't won anything. Cal Shanahan's a good. But people, people, but I mean, when you become a great coach, because I mean, even Super Bowl winning coach, you, I don't know. Sometimes uh, people be saying you're just a good coach, even if after you win a Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, like Mike McCarthy. Yeah, Mike McCarthy. Um, no so when you games. became a great coach. Well, good, sustained success, more than one Super Bowl, I guess. Bill I Belichick. Guess. You know. Also, yeah, they won more than one Super Bowl. So Mike Tomlin's yeah. not. Not not a good coach, or not a great coach. He's a good coach. Yeah, he's just a good coach. Uh-huh. No, we use well. You we use the word great a lot. Like you know, yeah. great is a is a powerful word. Great is a powerful word. You know what I mean? Like like you know, you're eating food and you say, "Oh, this is good food," but then like when you finally have great food, you say, "Great food. This is great food." You don't want to use you know the the op, the opponent of great. The opponent of great is good. I don't want to be good. I want to be great. If you're okay with being good, fine. Be good. Get out of my face. I want to be great. You know what I mean? You can be a good coach, sustainably a good coach, and you, you know, but if you're not winning anything of meaning, I'm going to call you great? Like, you know? You know, and here's the thing too, like, a, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of coaches have won Super Bowl that are good coaches. But would you say would you call them great coaches? Like Brian Billick has a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. But p- do people call Brian Billick a great coach? John Gruden has a Super Bowl. Do people say John Gruden is a great coach, or do they call Gruden and Brian good coaches? You know what I mean? Yeah. Would you okay if I say here are the two coaches, which one's great, Bill Belichick or John Gruden? Which one's a great coach? Well, I mean that's. Well, exactly. It's exactly. the greatest exactly. of all time. Yeah. Versus- <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, like Doug Peterson's a good coach. He's a good coach. Yeah. You know, like what's wrong with having a delineation from really good to good coaches to great coaches. You know, Mike Tom's a great coach. He can't beat Bill Belichick. I love Mike Tomlin. I love Mike T good coach. He knows how to run an organization properly. You know, um, I love Doug Peterson. He's a good coach, but Doug Peterson, what, what, like winning the Super Bowl is hard. That's you know, winning the Super Bowl is very hard. And I commend coaches, but you know, good coaches can be right once a season, and you're good, you know. But greatness is sustain sustainability. I go to Deion Sanders. He said the Hall of Fame has been diluted. There's a lot of very good players in the Hall of Fame. Very good players. They're not great like me or great like Deacon Jones or great like Eric Dickerson, like great players. There's a bunch of very good players, you know, good. And then there's some that are good players. 
But what is greatness? That's the thing we, we need to define as what makes great, great, and what makes good, good. You know, and here's the thing. People are going to be like, you're being disrespectful. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? But, like, but answer the question. You know, we, we say he has one Super Bowl, but not say Brian Billick has one Super Bowl. Is, is Brian Billick great? Is John Gruden great? Um, is, uh, is, like, who's great? That's all I got to say. What's greatness? What is greatness? That's the thing. We haven't defined greatness. Yeah. What is greatness? Is it stats? Is it championships? Is it overall impact? What is greatness? No one, no one, no one, no one knows. No one knows. No one knows what greatness is. And people who think they know what greatness is are lying because they, they're just, they're, they're going to create some arbitrary bullshit. But what is greatness? Shoot, Bill Belichick, you know, and some people may not even think Bill Belichick's great. They'd be like, nah, well, Tom, well, no, some people be like, oh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady got him all them Super Bowls. He, he a good coach, but he needed Tom Brady. There's someone out there, Caleb, who he thinks did. that. He didn't need Tom Brady, but that does not make him not great. Exactly. But there's someone out there who makes that argument saying he's a good coach. Tom Brady's the reason they they got over the hurdle. You know? Like, there's someone out there who makes that argument. There's someone out there who makes that argument. You know? You may not agree with it, but someone's out there making that argument. And they believe it, too. It's not like these, like these TV people who, like, just go on the other side just to do it for money. Like, there are people who actually believe that th- sentiment. You know? So, what were we talking about again? Uh, Dayball is a pretty good coach. Yeah, he's a good coach. But he hasn't done anything. <laughs> he hasn't won anything. I'm, I want him to win. I want him to win multiple Super Bowls. I want him to make create multiple Hall of Famers. But he hasn't done anything yet. So, we'll see that. All right. Continue with your game. Oh, you want me to go? Uh, just I'm just going over like the state of the Cowboys so far this season. Um, uh, obviously, oh, we're six and two right now. Uh, second in the NFC East, um, fifth seed in the entire NFC. Um, you know, I, I see. I thought before the season, um, I thought we'd be right here. Uh, maybe one loss. Um, you know, seven and one, six and two. I'm just pretty much right around here. But you know, after that 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 first game when Dak went down, uh, we looked like complete garbage um, on offense, at least. Um, you know, I didn't think we'd be here. Uh, I, I thought the scene was over. Uh, I was like, "Why, God? Why were you doing this to us again?" After after we just did this in 2020, uh, mm-hmm. I've already seen this happen. Uh, why do we have to go through this again? Um, but you know, Cooper Rush kept us through, man. Uh, did a great job. Um, you know, and and I, I get down on Kel Moore and uh, Mike McCarthy a lot uh, on the show, but um, gotta give him credit because um, uh, uh, Kel Moore schemed up the the right game plan for us to win those games with a guy like Cooper Rush, uh, not asking him to do too much, relying finally uh, relying on the run game like we he, he just has not um, uh, been doing since he became the coordinator. Uh, and M- McCarthy, you know, I think he's done a really good job. Um, getting us through that uh, that period of time um, without Dak and uh, keeping us afloat. But I think the main reason, obviously, is because of our defense carried us and that that I give all the credit to Dan Quinn, uh, what he's been able to do. Um, we were historically the worst defense in 2020 uh, of the Dallas Cowboys franchise. Um, and then Trash. to turn it around to where Orange. we are right now in just two years is, is amazing to me of the job um, that Dan Quinn has done for our defense, a lot of it has to do with how well Michael Parsons has been playing the last uh, season and a half. Um, Mike Parsons, you know, I don't know, Brandon. They just be doing dumb shit all the time on bye weeks. God damn it! <laughs> don't even start on like the guy who got shot on in his leg. Damn it, Plasco Burgess. Um, yeah. So Dan Quinn, uh, Mike Parsons, a uh, big reason for that. Uh, he looks like a uh, defensive MVP candidate uh, so far through this uh, half the season. Um, playing amazing, pretty much doing everything for us. Uh, I don't know where we'd be at, at defensively without Michael Parsons um, helping the guys, all the guys, not just him, get sacks. Um, he's been doing freaking amazing. Um, and obviously there's been a, a big uh, uh, story of Zeke and Pollard, who should get the carries and who should not get the carries. Um, I, I think uh, what, what there's the split that they have on carries it's doing just fine. Um, you know, uh, Zeke's getting, uh, uh, in those tough yards, uh, you know, those short yardage gains, those tough runs, um, Zeke's doing and creating pat, pat, pass protection. Uh, Tony Pollard, obviously explosive, 
Uh, and he obviously had a great game against the Bears, 131 yards, but it was on just 14 carries, and that's where he needs to stay at. That's where he needs to be at because I think that's the first amount of carries for him, um, and then let uh, uh, Zeke take the rest. Um, so I think that mix has uh, done done great for us, and I, I think we'll be continue, as long as we continue to do that, uh, we're going to continue to be successful. And it, a lot has to do with our offensive line, run blocking really great. And there was a lot of questions before the season. I was talking about you. Uh, I think a lot of the discussions was uh, the question marks on this offensive line, uh, what we were doing with uh, the left tackle after Ty- Tyron Smith went down. Mm-hmm. Um, the left guard uh, had a lot of questions. Uh, who was going to start there? Obviously, we bring in yeah, the guard Jason who Peters. kept having his having his shoulder pop in and out. That's the right tackle. Um, oh, the right tackle. Oh, the guard. Yeah, that's okay. the backup right tackle. Um, but we didn't know what we were doing uh, with McGovern or uh, who was going to start there. Um, and then uh, Tyler Smith actually kicks out to the left tackle. Um, and then uh, we bring in Peters and Peters and McGovern. I've kind of been going back and forth at guard. Um, but overall, it's been great. I mean, I, I think for what for for what we came from, I think it's looked really good, especially in the run game, pass protection, a little bit um, uh, shaky on the left side with Tyler Smith. But I can't really complain. He's a rookie. He's going to have those uh, mistakes. So overall, I think he's been doing awesome, an awesome job. And I think the offensive line as a whole has been has been really really solid. Um, and um, as far as uh, Star Lucha brought, brought up Diggs, I think the pass coverage has been doing excellent. Well, it has to do with how much pass rush we're getting because we're getting a ton of pass rush, which really helps out the back end. Um, and Diggs, Diggs been doing really good. He hasn't really got beat. I mean, with all the talk about how, how much Diggs gets beat, really hasn't getting beat this season. Um, uh, unless you can show me some footage where he's getting constantly beat all the time. Obviously, he's going to get beat one two times. But honestly, I really haven't seen it uh, throughout this first part of the season. Um, so all that talk kind of, you know, pretty much silenced, honestly. And I like to see, honestly, Anthony Brown is the one that's kind of been having problems. Um, getting beat a little bit, and I'm a little worried about that. Um, but uh, we lost Jordan Lewis uh, for the season. Um, but Deron Bland has come in, and uh, he's he's a great rookie. Um, that was a hell of a pick for us. Um, he was lit, like late round pick. I know fifth or sixth round. Um, really been really good um, for us um, in that slot position. Uh, I like what I see from the safeties, obviously Curse and, uh, and Malik Hooker and um, um, and Donovan Wilson been extremely well. Great tacklers um, and do, doing a lot for us. Uh, Lane Vanerich has been probably his best he's been since his rookie year. Um, so, so linebacker core and we get Damone Clark back. Uh, and he, we'll, we'll see what we'll get from him. Um, overall, I think our defense has been looking great. And we've been, overall as a team, I'm very happy for what I've seen, especially when I thought the season was over. Um, and going forward, I, I mean, don't see us losing um, too many games. I mean, we were 6-2 and two last year at this point. And, I, and even though last year I think we were more talented, especially, obviously, at the receiver position, we were not talented. But I think we're a better team than we were last year, considering the defense is better, the special teams is better, with Gavante Turpin, because of Gavante Turpin has returned a lot of good kicks. He's right there, so close with getting that touchdown uh, return. Um, and also um, um, the kicking situation, our kicker is way better than we had last year, because Brett Maher has pretty much made all his kicks that he's supposed to make. Um, and, and so I think our defense and special teams have been better. Offense, not, again, not as talented, but I like the different scheme that we're focusing on the run like we didn't do last year. We so passed happy last year. We got away from the run, but now we're sticking to the run. So honestly, overall, um, I think we're a better team at this point than we were uh, from last year because last year I think we had just lost to, uh, to the Broncos and um, Dak was just getting back from an injury. So I, th- I really think at this point from last year, I think we're a better overall team going forward, and I think um, – where we're going to be uh, pretty successful going forward um, like we have been. It's great, Caleb. It's great. All right. Now the other boys in blue. Um, I'm pleasantly surprised by the New York Giants. Um, I wasn't expecting six and two. I wasn't, I was, you know, expecting nothing really. Um, winning in spite of the injuries, finding ways to win. Um, you know, it's just, you know, cause like F- Fabian Monroe, 
is a revelation this year. Played very well uh, when we elevated him in the Jacksonville Jaguars game. Um, finally, we have a serviceable one-two corner corners, one and two. You know, like they're good. They're good corners. You know, it's not like we have James Bradbury in a shitty corner. You know what I mean? You know, like it's not like that. You know, we have, you know, is is Adoree Jackson James Bradbury? No. Uh, by the way, James Bradbury is playing his lights out in Philly. I miss you, James. And I'm sorry, David Gilman ruined your career. I apologize. Um, so yeah, so like we don't have like a like a like a like a number one corner, like this this corner. Like we have solid, you know, Adoree Jackson is a one on occasion, but I mostly see him as kind of like a secondary corner. As well as you know, so Fabian Monroe, he's a good a two corner. He's a solid corner too. And we have we have good corners, very good corners. So I'm pro- I'm happy about that. We found good corners, safeties. Julian Love, out of his mind. I love Julian Love. I you know this is my guy. This is my guy. Actually, another news update off of the field. The Giants are now in contract extension talk with Julian Love. They're talking. You know, I don't know if they're gonna get a deal done. But they are talking about getting a deal done. You know, it's just talk right now. It's just talk right now. So there's that. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau needs to, hurry, needs, to, needs to hurry up, man. He needs to he needs to get he needs to keep getting better week after week. The problem is, you know, I I, I was reviewing some tape online, you know, trying to get bits and pieces of his his game against Seattle. Um, he wasn't winning some of those one-on-one matchups. Um, you know, and here's the thing too, like. I get, you know, you may not win a one-on-one matchup against like Charles Cross, who's a first-round tackle and who was the best pass-protecting tackle in the draft. You know, he, I get that. You may win one, lose one. I get that. But being beat by their right tackle, who's a fifth-round pick, you know, and him like winning, winning one-on-ones, not like, oh, he won a one-on-one, but then but there was also a chip. Like, no, like, they were straight-up winning one-on-ones. The New York Giants, you know, their defensive linemen, they're not, you know, like, Dexter Lawrence is playing very well against, you know, he, he's dominating guards. Dexter you know, Hot 97 is what, is what I like to call him because Sexy Dexy is not a good nickname at all. So Hot 97 is pretty, is pretty, I, I like I like that nickname better, by the way. Shout out to Hot 97. Uh, not the radio station, but Dexter Lawrence. But, like, Kayvon Thibodeau, I'm sorry, like, you need to get better. You know, you had that great moment against Lamar and the Ravens. That's very good, I man. I'm happy, but you, sh- you know, you should be, you should have been a, you he should have been a menace against Seattle. But Seattle kind of shut the door on him a little, kind of shut the door on him a little. But here's the thing too: like I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say he's been playing great all year. Like, nah, there's been moments where I'm like, what are you doing? You know, against Seattle, um, Geno Smith rolls out the the pocket. And Kayvon Thibodeau takes this horrible angle, horrible angle to sack Geno Smith. He overplays the angle. He's like, like over there. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what are you? That was a horrible angle, you know? And Geno Smith slips it and gets five to six yards and it's third and two. You know, it's third and two. And he needs to play better. I'm sorry. Like, you know, like I get he missed like the first two games. I get it. He missed the first two games. That's cool. He missed the first two games. That's fine. But it's six games. You played. You played six games. Come on, you've played six games. All right. I need some juice out of you, man. I need more juice out of you. He. Here's the thing. He's playing hard. He's always going hundred percent. Like he's always attacking. I'm not like it's not his effort. He needs to finish. He needs to finish better. You know. I'm not questioning his. You know his his effort because his effort's there. It's there. But he needs to finish, you know, get a sack, finish people. You know, if you're bull rushing, you put that man on his butt. You know what I mean? You you make you make him feel your presence. You know, develop, de- you know, like, you know, where the pass rush moves. You know, I he he's phenomenal at changing speed to power. One of the best in the one of the best in the draft. It was speed to power. Kayvon Thibodeau was very good, you know, but everybody in the NFL is powerful. You know, some offensive linemen are fast. People think offensive linemen fast. What do you mean fast? No, some of them are fast. In that, in that solid five yards, they're pretty quick. Yeah. They're pretty quick, man. They got, they got quick feet. They feline quick. 
feline feet, man. Bang, bang. You know, they're there. They're not slow. You know, you're not, you, you know, this isn't a Pac-12 right tackle that you're facing. These are, these are the best of the best. Especially Charles Cross, who was, was crazy. He was the third best tackle in that draft. But he was a damn good tackle. Like he was a, he's like the first, whoever got Evan Neal, Iki Ekwanu, and Charles Cross was going to be happy because Charles Cross was the, out of all three of them, he was labeled as the best pass protection tackle. In pass pro, he was better than Evan and, and, and Iki. That's what people said. Iki got, Iki got the run game. Charles got the pass game. Evan Neal is overall, the, overall, you know, overall. He, the best of, kind of the best of both worlds, but like overall. But in a singular trait, Charles Cross and pass pro was a bad man pajama. You know what I mean? So, and he didn't play, man, he, he was, he didn't, he's kind he's, he's still a rookie, but I need him to play, I need, to, I need him to play better. I need him to play better, man. Seattle shut the door on him multiple times. They shut the door on him. And there was one time where he allowed them to shut the door on him, where he like fed into the, uh, fed into the block and they just drowned him out. They kind of just drowned him out. He didn't fight it. There was a couple plays that happened. He needs to play better. Because he's the guy that people are going to look at. You're the head of the line. You need to play better. Him, because Dexter Lawrence is doing his job. Dexter Lawrence is blowing is, is blowing expectations this year. You know, Wayne Martindale's like, Dexter Lawrence is my guy. He's going to be good. Because Dexter Lawrence doesn't get off the field. He's a three-down defensive tackle. You know, Wayne Martindale has a three-down three defensive tackle. You know, run game, pass game, you can keep Dexter Lawrence on for both of them. You know what I mean? Shout out to Tony Hendo. Shout out to you, Tony Hendo. You yes, know? Sir. So, like, you need to play better. All right? You need to play better. Um, We have no wide receivers. Yeah. You know, at all. Um, One of the big trades in, I think, a week before trade deadline, we traded Kadarius Tony to the Chiefs, who played last week and Sunday night. You don't have any yesterday. receivers, and you're trading the ones you do have. We're trading the ones we do have, <laughs> I guess. We got a third. We got a third and a six for him. So it is what it is. Um, we need a receiver, man. <laughs> we need a receiver, man. Like I said last week, man. The reason Seattle could stack the box against against them is because they're like, hey, Tariq, Tariq Woolen, go one on one with Marcus Williams. I'm uh, Marcus Johnson. It's like, sure, I'll go one on one with Marcus Johnson. Oh yeah, hey, hey, the other corner, go one on one with David Sills. Sure, I'll go one on one with David Sills. You ain't you ain't gonna have no safety help. Because you don't need no safety help. You know how disrespectful that is to a wide receiver? You're going one-on-one -on -one with no safety help? Yo, yo I'm, I'm sorry, but like Marcus Johnson and like David Sills, Darius Slayton, they got to have some self-respect, bro. They're disrespecting you out there. Be like, you, like yo, what? You going one-on-one -on -one me? Like that? Like, yeah, bro. Because he's the key, man. You stop Saquon Barkley. That's how you stop the New York Giants. It is what it is. And like I said, in the... Like I've, I've been thinking about it, man. I've been thinking about it. When Daniel Bellinger got hurt against Jacksonville, that's that was a big loss. People won't people won't be like, what do you mean it's a big loss? He's a rookie tight end. Who cares? The Giants like running three receipt three tight end sets because they're they like protecting Daniel Jones to give him good, like a good a, a good pocket. You know, they don't they don't trot out four receivers out there. They don't because they don't have four receivers to trot out. So we were winning games with three tight ends, Daniel Bellinger. Chris Myrick, Tanner Hudson. Those were their tight ends we played. And Daniel Bellinger was the key because he, he was a he's a good he was a, a good blocking tight end. He's doing pretty pretty well. As well as he's a good receiver. And he knows how to run solid routes. I watched him at San Diego State. I was a big fan of him at San Diego State. When we drafted him, I was like, oh, I like Daniel Bellinger. Let's see if he can elevate himself. He's out for six weeks, 46 weeks with the eye injury. So he's gonna be a big loss. He's the big loss for this team. Because he is the key. Because Tanner Hudson is the receiver. Chris Myrick is the blocker. And Daniel Bellinger is the tight end. You know what I mean? So we have all three of them on the field. Tanner Hudson on the two touchdown runs with Daniel, Daniel Jones against Chicago. Hudson ran on the route. Bellinger and Myrick blocked. Hudson ran the route. Cleared out the safety. Touchdown Daniel Jones. You see that? So Daniel Bellinger is the key. And we're, we're going we're gonna to feel his absence in the next couple weeks. We're gonna feel it, and you know I'm 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 I'm, I'm gonna watch it. You know we're gonna we're gonna activate Andre Miller, uh, who broke his forearm in training camp. 
Uh, so he's probably going to be activated on practice squad and then activated, probably elevated, maybe. But then there's that's it, man. Like, the Giants really didn't do much, you know? They just yeah. really didn't do much, really. Pretty much after that. Because they're trying to win with the pieces they got. This is what makes great. This is what makes great coaches great coaches. You give you here are the pieces, do something with it, and that like Joe Shane is like, bro, well, you could get him the hell out of the one piece he does have, which is Saquon Barkley. So exactly, exactly. But at one point, you know that piece is gonna get stopped, and someone needs to help him. He needs to help well, he him. He did get stopped. He got stopped against in Seattle. Seattle exactly. You see, exactly, because they're like, we don't need to respect these receivers. And we don't need to respect the two tight ends either because the best tight end is injured. Daniel Bellinger, they didn't respect Tanner Hudson or Chris Myrick. There was a moment where Daniel Jones missed Darius Slayton on a big play. There's, you know, but because he took the check down route. Uh, I think it was like a tight end and he got like about six yards. And then like Darius was like kind of like he went loose, kind of went loose like ahead. I think Daniel Jones is um, just listening to the, listening to the co- coaches. You know, if you don't feel comfortable going deep, you go to the check down and he's kind of playing a little scared with passing the ball, running the ball. He'll run the ball. He ain't scared, but passing the ball. I think Daniels is playing with a little fear. You know, at one moment, you got to let it loose, man. You got to let it loose. If, if you get picked off, I tried to make a play. Darius Lane was, was, was running the seam and trying to make a play. Don't play scared. Never play scared. You know, you play scared, get off the field. Get off the field. Don't play scared. Don't play scared. Take a shot once in a while. Don't play scared. So there's that. Um, anything else Giants related? Um, nope. Nope. Nothing else. That's it. Yeah, let's do the, let's overall the NFC East. All right. So Thursday, the Eagles beat the Houston Texans to improve right. to 8-0. And they kind of really took a light against Houston because it was a Thursday night. They didn't well, overextend. They struggled, a little bit. They struggled uh, in the first half. Um, it was tied game 17-17. Yeah, but it's, a th- it's Thursday night, though, man. You think they were yeah, taking that's it easy, though? That, that's what it said. I don't think they were struggling. They were like, we just we just whooped this living snot out of Pittsburgh. You know, damn you, A.J. Brown. Why'd you have to do that against Pittsburgh and not Houston? <laughs> well, I think uh, the one thing, thing they have been struggling throughout the season is uh, – the run game that uh, on the defense, um, they they let teams run on them. Um, they let the, uh, Pierce get 139 yards, and I think that's been a common occurrence uh, throughout uh, mm-hmm. this first part of the season for the Eagles. I think if they did gonna, trade for uh, Robert their Quinn. One weakness is, um, is is their run defense. Yeah, they did trade for Robert Quinn, but that's more of a pass rushing thing. Yeah, he's. I, I think I think I think realize I think the NFL has made it clear like if you get 150 yards on us, who cares? Just don't let them score. You know what yeah. I mean? I think I think I think the NFL is kind of like, like yeah, you know, like the Bears average two hundred and two hundred and what ten yards a game. What's yeah. their record? What's their record? Not good. Not yeah, good. exactly. So I think the NFL has realized like you can get two hundred yards rushing. Else, you, we just don't we just don't let you score. Just don't let them score. You know, if and if they get to the red zone, field goal. You know, field goal. So I think I think really like run defense thing is kind of like. I think it's a philosophy now. They don't care about the rush, the rushing. They're the like they don't care about that. You can you can if they if you're wanting to give up a 50 yard run, but it's not a touchdown. I think people are fine with that. You just make sure they don't score. It's pretty much it. Like the yards are the yards. Sometimes yards are misleading. Like like the like the Ravens game. The Ravens had more yards than us. They blew us out in the yardage department. We won. You know, yeah. that, it happens. It happens. In uh, Washington, um, went the distance. Oh man, they had it, man. They had it, man. They had them right at the top. Amen. Here's what happened. They were they were up. They were up uh, ten points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Freaking uh, Heineke, uh, who who was playing pretty well uh, throughout the game, uh, just threw a horrible interception. Sailed Um, it. Sailed it on their tight end. Was that Logan Thomas? He sailed it over Logan Thomas. I don't think he was playing it. Was Logan Thomas even playing? I don't know. But it was their tight end, and their tight end is like. He was a tall ass dude, and you like he threw it over the like and it was right to Harrison Smith. Yeah, right to Harrison Smith, man. It was wild. Yeah, Vikings uh go off uh um on the next drive after that. Uh and then uh yeah, got up on them, and Heineke just wasn't able to do anything um to mm-hmm. win themselves. So 
uh, that happens. I mean, I keep kind of an up and down quarterbacks, and that's what you're gonna get from him. But uh, overall, they've been playing really. W- they played really well. Uh, they yeah. played really well for the last uh, three, four games. Um, like I said, if they had won, every single team in the NFC East would be uh, a, a winning team right now. Um, but I still think they're a pretty decent team. Um, I think they're a solid football team. Yeah. Um, overall, since they got, you know, since Wentz went out, um, it's been different di- di- football team. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah, because if they beat, if they, well, how's the easy thing too? If they beat Minnesota, Minnesota gets two losses, right? You know, and their, and their two losses will be to NFC East teams, to the Eagles and the Washington team. Washington would be yeah. five and four, and we would be the exact same. Which, which should tell you that, like, our division, like, is the best division. Yeah. Um, if the if the, the the best and the rest of the NFC, NFC is struggling with with our division division teams, um, that should tell you something. Uh, Washington and us beat the snot out of Green Bay. You know, Green Bay thought they were going to beat us, and then we just shut them down in the second half. Washington beat them from pillar to post. You know, Green Bay is not looking good. Um, Eagles are looking good. Cowboys are looking good. So like, it's gonna hey. Those last couple NFC East games at the end of the season, those are going to get flexed into Sunday night. You know, get yeah, just get ready, just get ready. Yeah. You know, get your angry. I feel like in. one of our one of our uh, Sunday night games is going to be flexed out because um, um, we. I think our Sunday night game uh, that we have left is uh, against the Colts. And yeah, yeah they're, they're going to flex you the, out for the Giants yeah, Eagles game. For the Giants Eagles game, I, think I don't so. know. I, I don't know if they will because I mean we're we, we're still the Cowboys and they no no yeah no, I know but it's, wants, it's, wants it's to, no, but no network wants to give 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 away the Cowboys just for free. Um, but so if they do, do but that that is a possible one they could because I mean what they're doing uh, with I don't know what they're doing over there in Indianapolis. Rodney, Sean, do you? They fired their coach today. Yeah. What are they doing? Yo, you, you know what this? You know what this is? You know what this is? It's the GM trying to play, uh, push blame on him when it's really the GM's fault. So the GM builds this great yeah. roster. This GM, it's a stacked roster. Their offensive line, chef kids. Their two running backs, Deion Jackson and Jonathan Taylor, chef. They have no receiver. Well, not they have Michael yeah, they Pittman. Have no, they, 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 they don't have great receiver over there. And well, Michael Pittman but, Jr. You know, I mean, you know, he's a great. Yeah. Okay. Good point. Well, he's only in the second year. We'll see. Okay, well. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but the problem is, you know, he needs to. But the problem the- is, they don't have a quarterback, and they, that's, the that's been the problem the whole freaking time since Andrew Literally. Luck retired. So no, but no, but here, no, no, no. But here's the thing: the year they had, the year they had Philip Rivers, they made the playoffs. They were pretty good. Yeah, and they almost well, beat Buffalo. Why, what, what, what happened in the playoffs? They they had to put in a different quarterback to they, try to win the game. Yeah, they, so well, the still, was, still was on the quarterback that they couldn't win. Yeah. Well, you know, the problem is, he couldn't throw more than 15 yards. That was the issue. Okay. Yeah, so that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's all it's been the quarterback the whole time. That uh, reason. And that's why a G. They, that's a GM problem. That's a GM problem. You know, and, and I don't know this. This GM, he wanted Josh McDaniels, and McDaniels told him no. Well, yes, then no, and then his backup plan was Frank Reich. So this man, who you had to go to to convince him to save your butt in offseason, because after a coach basically shunned you in kind of like embarrassed you. He embarrassed him. Josh McDaniels embarrassed Chris Ballard. And Frank Reich saved Chris Ballard. Because you know what Frank Reich did? He came in and he started winning right away. He started he started having his team playing very good. You know, this was a this was a good a good Colts team. The teams the Colts teams are good. It's just missing the key piece. And that's a GM issue. That's a GM issue. And the GM is basically saying like I've given you quarterbacks and you failed. Like no you've given me Carson Wentz. And you've given me who, who do they have this year? Uh, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. You're giving me a 37 year old Matt Ryan. I did more with a 38 year old Philip Rivers. Shot to Brodney. We got a donation. All right. Shot to Brodney. Brodney can't wait for Brian Flores to add the Colts and Saturday to the lawsuit. Exactly. And you literally hire <laughs> just Saturday. A, a, your consultant who hasn't coached in two years. And then when he did coach Caleb, he was three and six in high school. He was a high school coach, Caleb, who was three and six. And you're telling me racism doesn't exist in the NFL? Really? Because here's the thing, too. You know, and I think in this case, it's not racism. It's just that Jim Irsay is an idiot. Because there are two 
white NFL coaches on the roster and a promising young coach and like things name is Devontre Valentine or something. So like you, like you even told the white coaches, no, screw you, John Fox. And who else? I don't know who else. It was like John Fox and somebody else. And like Jeff Saturday, that man was on TV last week. He was on TV. And now he's going to be the interim, the interim head coach. Yeah. I don't even know. I didn't even know how that was an option. Like, what? You, okay. Hey man, you know what? I'm gonna hire my plumber next time. <laughs> well, you know, hey, you know what? Jim Mercer did hire his workout buddy to be the GM, and his workout buddy destroyed Andrew Luck's career. So we'll see. We'll see. Chris All Engel, right. I'm very impressed with the Gib um, Gib Gloyles. I, don't I can easily see all three of them in the playoffs as the NFC West has fallen slow. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But uh, like I said, uh, the NFC East as a whole uh, looking pretty good. Eagles. Uh, hey, Ursay trying to get that top pick, whatever it takes. You know what? Because here's the thing, too. The Colts, when they draft quarterbacks, they don't strike out. Because here's the thing. They drafted John Elway. He just didn't want to play with them. But they were correct. They drafted Peyton Manning. Correct. They drafted Andrew Luck. Correct. If the Colts get the number one pick. Hmm? Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why they. So I think Jeff Saturday is there to tank. Jeff Saturday is there to Maybe. tank, and then they'll then they'll fire let's Saturday. That's what they said. Let's have, some let's, fun. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. You know, yeah. you know, tank. Um, any other NFC East storylines um, we need to? Not really. Um, no, we just gotta keep winning because they're two games yeah. ahead of us now. So, yeah, I think uh, me, us, and you, we can't lose. Yeah, we can't lose. We can't lose. Like I said, like we, we were we saying last week, we were going through we were going through the schedule uh, last week, and it just it's just hard to find the, the teams that are going to beat the Eagles. I mean, like literally, it's just in division. Like, That's really because they got four games in division left, um, which basically two against us after schedule. Um, so two against us. Have two they already played you. the Washington? They didn't play Washington. Yeah, they played Washington. They okay, so them. so two against us, one and one against you. You yeah. need to beat them. You need to yeah. you need to sweep us and beat them. And then be Washington. <laughs> like, like you can't lose. We none of us can lose. We can't lose because the Eagles ain't losing to some of them teams on that schedule. Like yeah. we need I mean, to I think beat like Houston. their hardest team is, is against the Titans. And um yeah, that, that's and the much Titans, and the problem home. is with the Titans, they have no quarterback and they have no receivers. All you gotta do is shut down Derrick Henry. And you know what? Yes, who 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 well, I mean, but that. that's the best thing. They can't because we I just oh, like I just mentioned, sure. they, they yeah. don't they don't have a run defense. No, but here's the thing. But if you like put eight men in the box, someone's gonna get the tackle. <laughs> Somebody just well, like I, mean, I don't think Kenny Hill's gonna be be gone for that long. I think mean, they benched him back at some point. They benched him. They ben- I thought they he's not hurt. hurt. He's not hurt. He's benched. They benched him. He's not hurt. Well, I think they need to put him back in because that was a disaster. Too late, man. It's too late. You can't no, go back I mean, in. It's not it, too, it's late. too late. Don't, don't put that guy back in there because he, he was. You can't go right down the back either. They're both they both stink. They I, both I, I didn't stink. know on his bench. I thought he was uh, still just uh injured. He's not hurt. I, I didn't I, I thought he I thought he was injured. I thought he couldn't go because he wasn't even he wasn't even warming up. Hurt? Let me let me injured, yeah, he was injured, injured last week. He was injured? injured. Yeah. Oh, he's injured. Yeah, he was injured. He wasn't benched. I thought he got injured. That's what I'm saying. He'll be back, and it won't look as bad as... Was um, it a high ankle sprain? I think it was a high ankle sprain, wasn't it? Testing out the ankle. Something with his ankle. It was something with his ankle. Well, you know what? Good luck, Ryan Tannehill. You better hurry up, because... Sheesh. That's our best hope of someone beating the Eagles. Oh, my God. Imagine, imagine, yeah, like, Ryan Tannehill, we need... (laughs) Help me, Ryan Tannehill. You're my only hope. Like... He's Obi Wan Kenobi us. <laughs> no, but but the divisional matchups is what's gonna come down to it. We need we need to beat them. We need to sweep yeah. them. We if we if we want to win this division, we gotta beat we gotta we gotta beat all of y'all. We gotta sweep Washington. We gotta beat you in the rematch, and we gotta sweep 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 the Eagles. You know, and then we cannot lose to Houston and Detroit because I think our schedule outside of those two games, everything else is a divisional game. The Giants game. Uh oh no. Oh snap. We got we got Minnesota and the Colts. Yeah, we got oh, Minnesota so. and the Colts too. 
Yeah. We got every 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 AFC South team. We haven't played any AFC South teams yet. Okay. So we can't lose to Houston and Detroit. We can't. We can't do it. We got to win those matches. And we got to win the rematch against you. Because if we win the rematch, we get placed above you on the tiebreaker. And then we need to beat Washington. And so, yeah. And honestly, like, we, we're going to beat the Colts. We're going to beat the Colts. Okay. I, I guarantee it. You know, that's my guarantee. We're going to beat the Colts. Because the Colts I mean, want to lose. My, Colts might be lose. Saturday's coming out for you. Again, so. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, Josh, uh, Jonathan Taylor, like, rushes for 300 yards and breaks the record. And then, Je- and then Jeff Saturday gets the head coaching job next year. God, that's just yep. atrocious. Dude, he coached high school football. He didn't even coach college, dude. And he was three and six in high school football. And he got an NFL head coaching job. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Dude, like you're the center and that's fine. That's perfectly fine. But you went three and six in high school and you got the NFL head coaching job, bro. Dude, oh my God, dude, this lawsuit is going to be crazy. Cause literally, like I bet you, like literally, like when they're in court, like show me an example of of horrible hiring practice in the NFL. Exhibit A, Jeff Saturday. And they're like, "How was he horrible? He'd never coached in the, in the NFL or college. He was a high school football coach who got the interim head coaching job for the Colts. Give me another example. Cliff Kingsbury. He was a loser in college. Like, dude, like this lawsuit is gonna be crazy, dude. This lawsuit is gonna be crazy." It's going to be so wild, bro. Dude, they're going to have to, if they don't want it to go to court, they're going to have to settle like close to like a billion dollars or something, bro. Like, this is wild. Like, come on, man. Like, like you're not going to tell me there wasn't any, not even like, bro, not even like minority coaches. There any other white coaches that were better than Jeff Saturday? Like, dude, and like, don't even, like, if you thought, you know, Jeff Saturday was better than the white coaches, what did you think Jeff Saturday over the minority coaches? Like, come on, bro. This is wild. It's wild. But on that wild note, Caleb, we got nothing else to discuss. We got uh, next our games coming up. Oh yeah, let's, well, yeah, let's quickly go for it because I think we're running out of time. That's true. So next week, the Cowboys face the Packers, the Green Bay Packers. So Caleb, yeah. you're gonna win. Yeah, we're gonna win. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They lost by a straight. They're not very good. It's Rodgers is pretty much his worst season he's had in his career. He uh, shot, bro. He shot. They have no receivers. They have no receivers. Uh, he, he just looks like a disaster in offense. They have two running backs that I would be concerned about because obviously our defense um, has had problems there, but they don't use them. They don't use them. They don't give them the ball. Um, they basically ran for like barely any yards against the Lions. You think they would? You think they would score points against the worst defense? And they couldn't even do that. Um, they look like a couldn't complete disaster against the Lions. The Lions, like we should be able to do something against that. Um, and their their defense, um, not very good. They've been allowing 138.6 yards on, on the run game. Um, obviously, that's where our strength is 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 running the ball. Uh, so we should be able to run the ball on them. Uh, you know, like I said, they they scored less than 20 points in uh, five of their games. Um, they have a 17.1 uh, point uh, average per game. Um, that's pretty bad. Uh, they're not looking good. They're not a good football team right now. Um, we should win. We're more talented. We're a better football team. There's the only thing that scares me is just the this the 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 I mean we don't do very good against Rodgers. Um I just have the bad flashbacks of the two playoff games we lost um uh, to, to the Packers and Rodgers. Good games. Games. It's just good games. sickening. Um but uh, that's the only thing that that's still uh have any fear fear of is is the, those those bad memories. Um, but other than that, they're not good and we should beat them. And I do believe we will beat them. I agree. Cause if we could beat them, your ass better beat them. Cause if you don't beat them, I'm going to roast you. <laughs> All right. So there's your internal motivation. You don't want to, you don't want me to be laughing at you next week. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're against the Houston Texans. Um, they lost to the Eagles last week, and we're against them. They've literally, like, they have one weapon on offense. His name is Damian Pierce. And then the occasional Rex Burkhead. But it's Damian Pierce. So we stop Damian Pierce. We win the game. 
I don't know. Their receivers are Chris Moore and some other people. I don't know them. Sorry. Davis Mills is their still quarterback. I'm a big fan of Pep Hamilton. That man makes magic out of nothing sometimes. You know, he 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 helped create Andrew not create Andrew Luck. He helped to refine Andrew Luck. Um, you know, he was the Pep Hamilton is a is a great offensive coordinator, a great QB coach. Um, Davis Mills looks serviceable on occasion because of him. But I just think we this is a team that we have better players than. The first time ever that I'm like, yes, our team is better than them talent-wise. This is the first team that we faced. First team that we except faced, I'm receivers. like, except the receivers. We're, they're probably, <laughs> Chris Moore's probably better than them. <laughs> except the receiver department. But, yeah, overall, we should win this game. We need to, like, win this handily, like, coming out of the bye week. You know, we'll see if the Xavier McKinney injury messes it up. But I think the Giants pull this one out, you know, 21-10 probably. We won't score a lot, but 21-10. All right, Caleb, let's head on out. Where can people find Ronnie you, my says they got a better running back. Who? Ronnie said they got a better running back. No, no, he's trying to elevate him to – you know, he's trying to elevate Damon Pierce to get traded in fantasy league. Get out of here, Ronnie. You know that's a lie. It's all – that's fantasy – that's fantasy league related. That's fantasy – that's fantasy league motivated right there. He knows that's bullshit. <laughs> he knows that's a lie. He knows that's a lie. That's fantasy league motivated. Where can people find you, Caleb? You can find me at NFL Caleb 22 on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can uh, find my articles uh, on our website at let's get network.com. It's betting the NFL. I'm trying to make you guys money um, and betting the NFL on th- this channel uh, or that noon channel. This okay. channel, this channel, we have two more weeks on this channel. Then by the week of the 21st, we'll be transitioning fully to the new channel. Let's get ready network the highlights. You know, the Jack right. promo so, yeah. interview was yeah. Yeah. Ben so NFL they, can be on this Thursday on this yeah. channel. Um I'm four and one. Uh I went four and one this week. Uh I've been really good uh, uh for the past few weeks. Uh, I've been pretty hot. Um so you know get get, get on the train. Like I mean I'm making I'm making y'all money. That's all I'm doing. I'm just making guys money. So please watch it. If y'all like making money, go watch that. Because you know, I'm I'm just give, I'm just giving out winners here. Winning, winning, chicken dinner. All right, guys. I'm Ferris Malone. You can find me at Ferris Malone on Twitter, or if Twitter still exists by next week, I don't know if t- Twitter is gonna fall apart. But yeah, guys, by Thanksgiving week, the 21st, we we're gonna be fully transitioning over to the new channel, Let's Get Ready Network. Um, well, uh, we'll pin it in the comments. If y'all haven't subscribed, please subscribe over there. Say subscribe over here because it's gonna be the entertainment hub. If y'all want all entertainment news, anything entertainment, movies, movie reviews, TV reviews, reactions, uh, their entertainment news break will be on this channel. But all the sports content will be on the other channel while we grow it. Right now we're at 43, 43 subscribers on that old on that new channel. We're trying to get to 50. We're trying to get to 50. We get to 50, that's good. You know, and then you know, we just keep growing, we just keep growing, you know, 50, then get a hundred, then 150, then 200. You know, I try I try to talk these in 50. So there's that's pretty much all I gotta promote. Bye, Thanksgiving week. We're going to be fully transitioned over. So these next two weeks, we're going to be fully promoting it, uh, doing all the legwork. But by Thanksgiving week, everything will be over there. So that note, thank you guys for coming to watch. See y'all next week, Monday. Don't know what time, but Monday. We'll be here. Trust me. Uh, talking Giants-Cowboys. We have, we have, we're going to actually have games this time around. But yeah. thank you, everyone. Stay safe. Stay calm.